you are a grown human being. But just look at yourself. Look what you've become. You're addicted. It started when you were young, just a little bit here and there. And over time, you can't get enough of video games. Welcome to One More Game. They keep making them, and we keep playing them. And everyone around us will keep nagging. Boy, you guys sure do complain a lot. If it's video game news, reviews, and commentary, we're talking about it. So when your life doesn't allow you to spend time playing games, we've got you covered. This is the One More Game Podcast. And now your hosts, The Stroke and Swift Mita. I turned myself into a pickle, Swift. Boom, big reveal. I'm a pickle. What do you think about that, Stroke? I turned myself into a pickle. I'm Pickle Matt. Good evening, One More Gamers to One More Game Podcast. This is episode 41 on the 22nd of January, 2023. And it's the one-year mark for One More Game. We did it, boys. I am your host, The Stroke. And I'm joined here by my good buddies for the at least the last year slash uh, six years. Kind of hard to believe, but uh, Swift Mida, what's up, Swift? Hey, buddy. Um, happy to be here on our one year anniversary. Can't believe it. I'm excited to see what uh, continues to happen. I was also supposed to fly today, um, <laughs> but. Shannon bought one of those tools where you can like plug your phone into it and you like look in your ears um, and clean them. And dude, when I looked inside of my eardrums, it felt like the last of us. Like there was, it, oh, it was wild. Um, I also think I might've seriously hurt my left eardrum. So not super tight, but uh, yeah. So nice, that's, dude. that's where we're at. Well, take that as a warning. If you see an advertisement for one of those uh, Chinese-made scopes for your ears that plugs into your iPhone, stay away. <laughs> yeah. And I'm also that, uh... joined by, you heard him already, I'm Pickle Matt. What's up, man? Hey, guys. Do we, do we still play video games here? Uh, yes. Just a couple these days. Hey, you know that there's audiologists that do that professionally and that you can like use your free health care for? Yeah, I know. I just thought I would uh, dabble. Just didn't dabble work out in the home medicine field of <laughs> shoving things into orify, orifices, orifices. Well, if you're in the chat, yeah. thanks for joining us. As usual, boys, one year mark. Well, at least for Swift and I, Pickle Matt, you got a ways to go. But uh, how are you guys just feeling a, about just it? Just a little ways, you know. Hey, Dude, I was I'm, a day I'm one, excited. day one follower, so. Kind of one year for me. Yep. A lot of uh, one more game loyalists here uh, listening abroad and in the chat. Thanks for uh, supporting us for the last year. If you thought we were giving up, we're not. Uh, we've had some life things, you know, you know, you know how that goes, but uh, we're back and we're here ready to talk about video games as we've been doing for the last year. So if you're in the chat, Thanks for joining us. If you're ready to hear about video games, reviews, commentary about the industry, we got you. And uh, we'll jump right into it for the new video game news for the week. There it is, Crizzo. He's another One More Game loyalist still here and supporting. And thanks for the resub. Love that. My oh, man. Thanks, Crizzo. They didn't have uh, 
they didn't have uh, any PCs in prison, so I wasn't able to stream there. So that sub really helps me pay for my bails. Let my boy out. Anyways. All right, gents. We've been talking about this for a while. The saga is drawing to a close. We've got about one month left of the Microsoft Activision Blizzard saga. And uh, today, or actually yesterday, Microsoft signed a 10-year deal to bring Call of Duty to Nintendo platforms in the wake of this merger litigation that we've got going on. They also inked a deal with NVIDIA that'll allow uh, GeForce Now participants slash customers to uh, play Microsoft properties as well as Blizzard games, including uh, Activision's Call of Duty. Uh, You guys been keeping up on what's been going on with this bad Johnny? Uh, Just a little bit. Yeah, a little bit. Same. It's just so in-depth with, like, different laws and different jurisdictions, and it's just not very uh, thrilling for me to read about all the time. Yeah, it's kind of crazy, and Microsoft's no stranger to uh, antitrust stuff going on from uh, the Federal Trade Commission, but uh, the way I see it, Europe seems to be the biggest hurdle. And I can't imagine that they would press forward with the deal if they're missing an entire region of... Continent. Right. (laughs) Continent? Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Uh, So, I don't know. I think the EU makes their final decision at the end of March. uh, But it looks like Microsoft's trying to be like, hey, look, it's not going to be bad. We're going to... We're friendly, right? Yeah. I mean, it's just Call of Duty, though. Activision Blizzard's so big, so I don't know. Call of Duty is one of their biggest title, or is their biggest title. But what about everything else too? You know, I I also really, you know, I appreciate the Olive Branch, but at the same time, can you imagine playing Call of Duty Warzone 2.0 on a Switch? That's what I was just How about to ask does you. Does that work? Like what? That sounds horrible. It's got to be a cloud based. Because there's no way the Switch could play that. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Yeah, I don't know. I played Fortnite on the Switch once uh, when I was TUI, and it was not fun to get destroyed by kids on their <laughs> no. PCs and their normal yeah. controllers. No you shot. You ever use dude. the nunchucks for <laughs> the... What are they called? Yeah, the little nunchucks. Joy-Cons. For, uh, yeah, Joy Cons for a little first person shooter action. It does yeah. not. Yeah, well. love love that. <laughs> it's perfect for carpal tunnel. <laughs> yeah. Plus yeah. All, plus all the other players on the in the game have, you know, the paddles and everything on their normal yeah, controller. For real. So yeah, good luck. Well, that got me thinking because we've been talking about it so much. Was we're talking like sixty eight billion dollars or something like that. Uh that's on the line. Six call it sixty nine. So I was doing some research to see like what some other major acquisitions uh, we were going through. So uh, bear with me here because my second monitor is not set up like it used to be. But uh, in 2016, <laughs> check this out, AT&T bought Time Warner for $85 billion. Billion with a B? Yes, with a B. But Oh my goodness. The number one that we ever saw was when... Uh, Time Warner was acquired by AOL way back in the day for 162 what? billion. 162 billion. AOL Wait, so was Time Warner. Things? 
Time it, Warner got bought by AOL and then Time Warner still existed and got bought again. Yeah, it's, it's, it's a weird thing way that things kind of splintered off so, and uh, just in the multiverse. Yeah. Uh, so that's <laughs> that was kind of crazy. Disney purchased 21st Century Fox for 70 billion. So this is right around that same size of a purchase. That is wild. And that was in 2019. Uh, Activision Blizzard obviously up there, and then Blizzard had some other, or sorry, uh, Disney had some other acquisitions. How much do you guys think they paid for Marvel? Dude, I think I remember it being what four billion or something. Four billion. Yeah, that's it. Lucas. Same with Lucas Films. Yeah, same goes for Lucas Films. Oh my goodness. I remember hearing the news about that, and I was like, "Holy shit! Four billion dollars is a lot of money." But then you just said like sixty billion dollars for like one hundred and sixty billion dollars for AOL to acquire Time Warner. You guys, you guys know that meme? It's like uh, hell, but X Y Z. Yeah, I forget what it's, <laughs> it's hell, but somebody reads constantly reads off your old AOL instant messenger away messages. Oh yeah. <laughs> Uh, I don't even want to mess with that. Uh, even my uh, stupid aim name was Dude. horrendous. I... Quicksilver 202, baby. What's up? I, mine was Star Soccer 11. Oh, nice. Oh, I was you were really star... into soccer there. Age, sex, lang- uh, location. Age, sex, location, or get out. Dude. <laughs> yeah, I... Disney paid more for Pixar than they did for Marvel or Lucasfilms. That is crazy. Insane. Cool, cool. Man, I've really stepped up my cyberbullying since then. (laughs) (laughs) Nice, dude. We'll uh, we'll get to that in another episode. But, uh, anyways, all right, let's move on. Another topic that we've been covering, what seems like the last year, Bungie has finally won some uh, arbitration with their Aim Junkies lawsuit they had going on, which we talked about a while ago was dismissed by the original judge. Um, but they appealed, and a new judge has actually awarded them $4.3 million in damages to the stupid company known as AIM Junkies. Uh, it's actually a precedent case for developing developers uh, kind of winning a legal battle against these type of cheat companies. Um, but, uh, yeah, what do you guys think? Is this uh, good, bad, ugly for uh, the games industry? I don't know the legal implications enough to really make a judgment because what it, I don't know. So basically they were modifying code within the game. Correct. Yeah. There's a bunch of legal mumbo jumbo that I didn't really want to get into, but their main claim is that uh, the copyright part of it is actually hasn't been settled yet. That actually is another lawsuit copyright as in taking their code and modifying it and then reproducing it and selling it. Um, what they're getting them for is uh, other similar type things, but not quite copyright. So, like, because I wonder, like, if Skyrim, you know, how there's all those Skyrim mods, right? Like, what if they, what if they just all of a sudden decide that we, they didn't like that? I mean, obviously, the I don't think the modding community they would never do that because the modding community is huge in that game. But like, right. is it the same type of thing? No, I guess they're it, because... specifically using it to win against. The big thing is that it goes against Bungie's end user license agreement, which you agree to by playing the game. 
Oh, um, I see. Okay, that makes sense. Uh, but other games like Skyrim, for example, they allow modding, and so it's not a, a violation of that. But oh, sweet! We got a bot in the chat that's offering yeah, us to do. That's what I'd say. We need best to clean our mod. Get them out. Dogehype.com, guys. Get there. We need. Dude, we need to create more better. mods. If you're gonna bot our chat, then like get some like chat GBT style AI. Like yeah. this is bullshit right here. <laughs> get, get this is a poor man's bot. All right, cool, cool. Well, Bungie, congratulations on your 4.3 million, and uh, hope you uh, put that to good use in a couple days. We'll talk about it here shortly. Here's a cool little article I found. Valve, the company that we all know and love that doesn't make video games anymore, uh, they have tricked Rip. 40. 40,000 Dota 2 cheaters into exposing themselves, so to speak, and then ban subsequently banning them. So basically what happened is they released a patch that implicated anyone who found this game data that they weren't supposed to be accessing within the game, and then the game could register that they were using that information and then immediately banning them. So they described it as uh, the patch created a honeypot uh, you honeypotting me? You honeydicking me? <laughs> uh, it's basically a section of data inside the game that the client would never be uh, allowed to read during normal gameplay, but that cheaters would use during this type of exploit. And then each of those accounts was banned today after they were reading that secret honeypot area uh, and using it in-game. So pretty nice little trap there. That's the kind of creative uh, stuff I'd like to see more often. But uh, I, nice. I actually, yeah. I mean, I'm, I feel like I'm speaking for about 100% of the gaming community about how awesome that is. That's, I love, I love vigilante justice and that kind of feels like that right yeah. there. Yeah, right? <laughs> Batman. Uh, so it's... I wonder on Dota, so do, I guess they, do they pay for those accounts? So it does kind of like impact them. It's not like just so they can make a new throwaway. I mean, Dota's free to play. But they probably lose all their progress that they made yeah. while they were cheating. But the scary part is there's forty thousand people cheating at a game, at least, right? Oh yeah, that really sucks. Yeah, it does. At least they're set back. At least you know, so that's cool. I would love if every game did started doing this, where like the cheaters were always scared that they're gonna get got. Yeah. The pr the problem is, is on a free to play game, it's like Warzone. You know, they just create another account and right. no harm, no foul. And then they cheat more. So it's kind of, it's kind of a moot point, in my opinion. Ho hopefully it's not. Maybe it incentivizes people not to cheat. But I, they, I don't know if you're do doing it already. Stuff. I don't know. Yeah. I mean, it's a hard, it's a hard problem to solve, right? Because they're always going to probably be one step ahead of you when it comes to like the actual coding and stuff all the actual hacks themselves uh, yeah. and you keep banning people's IP address is kind of skosh. So I don't know. It's just a, yeah, it sucks that it has yeah, to be a problem. VPNing and yeah, you, know, you never know. Well, good on you, Valve. But, Keep it up. But good for them. Yeah. yeah. All right. Lastly, for the news, Super Mario World, Super Mario, what, what do they call it? Yeah, I think it's just called Super Mario World and Universal Studios. Sure. I think it was Florida. Super Nintendo World, right? Oh, yeah, that's it. Super Nintendo World, my bad. <laughs> Super Nintendo God, World. Not yeah. even a real fan. Uh, it opened up. 
Did you guys watch any uh, like Twitter feeds or anything of people going first day and whatnot? No. Saving it no, for yourself. I didn't. Yeah. I kind of don't. Yeah, I kind of. It's like a game release. I kind of don't want to see anything. Right. I want to explore it. Yeah, I'm excited. They also announced that uh, they'll be opening one up in Universal Orlando, which is the better area, anyways. Uh, so that's cool. Yeah, that's nice. It's nice. nice to see the theme park and um, theme park world kind of expanding again because I know that that they got really blasted by COVID and uh, whatnot. Um, I know in Dallas they're putting in a uh, Universal Studios as well, a small one for aimed at like smaller kids. Oh, cool. So it seems like um, people are investing in that again, which is nice because I think combining video games and, and theme parks is, is like the two you know two really important memories of my childhood so that's really cool yeah it seems like uh yeah video games plus theme parks is a, a slam dunk so make more make oh. first viewer <laughs> first viewer or listener that goes to the um super nintendo world you guys gotta drop us a line let us know how it is maybe send us a video or pictures or something right now i have it on the docket in august go so Ooh, if, if you okay. guys are free should Let we expect a video video review from uh for show here for show but we'll talk more about that here coming up all right let, hey, another I little some, uh, i got oh. some video game new oh you had more news oh just real quick nintendo direct oh, yeah, was oh. announced for march yeah, yeah. and they're just going to talk basically solely about the new mario movie uh so we'll check that out for you as well nice yeah can't wait what did you guys think of the uh, Super Bowl trailer? Um, it made me even more excited about the movie. It looks awesome. I'm yeah. really excited. Yeah, yeah, it did. I think it's gonna be great. Nice. What what news you got over there, Pickle Man? Oh yeah, I had a little piece of news. Uh, do you guys you guys don't like horror games? Do you like horror movies? Nope. It depends. Okay. So Blumhouse. Do you know Blumhouse? Blumhouse is. Uh, they make a lot of those. Um, horror movies that end up being like kind of viral um they the most recent popular one was uh megan that like little doll thing that came to life and had that oh i did see the trailers for that trailer. oh yeah, 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 yeah. yeah i did see that so um the uh, i forget what his first name is his last name is blum but he he his big thing he started the studio because he wanted to take like good horror scripts and then spend like a million dollars and make the movie with like a, a relatively low budget, and then you, the you know you make twenty million dollars off the movie, and it's a it's a big return. So like the that was that Invisible Man movie. If you guys ever watched that one, oh yeah, um, kind of weird one, but yeah, it's movies like that. But uh, they just announced that they are starting a video game uh, section to their uh, Blumhouse productions. Oh, interesting. So uh, I think they're going to, it says they're going to partner with independent game developers and target indie budget games under $10 million. So kind of the same type of um, strategy that they have with their actual film content, which is uh, which is kind of cool to see because I think you can do, I think horror lends itself well to, uh, lends itself well to indies because you can do, you can make a lot of entertaining jump scares and things like that with uh, not a whole lot of budget. Yeah, I feel like five, you don't Five Nights at Freddy's and Mortuary Assistant. You, you feel like you don't really need a whole lot of lighting mechanics, or yeah, you don't you need know, any maybe lighting. just a bunch of sounds, and that's it. 
but so Blumhouse did Paranormal Activity, and they they spent fifteen thousand dollars on it. Right, that's that insane. Was like the most viral thing in high school, college was. Dude, I, I was at the Air Force Academy, and we went and saw that, and the tension yeah. in the room was palpable in the first. Dude, one I I sweated through my hoodie when I saw that, and then yeah. I can't. I went back to my college dorm and turned my TV up really loud on ES on Sports Center. And kept the lights on when I went to bed that night because I was just like, nope, nope, not dealing with this. <laughs> yeah, that that movie, yeah, that that kind of affected me for a while. <laughs> me too. It affected my roommate, and uh, he was at basketball practice one time right after seeing the movie, and we bought a Ouija board and hid it under his bed. Or his oh bed. no! <laughs> <laughs> he freaked out when he came back. It was great. I just I just saw a video of some dude was messing with his daughter who was doing a Ouija board with her friends and he was messing with the circuit breaker box. <laughs> and you could hear you could all hear them all screaming in the background. It was awesome. Oh jeez. Very nice. Well, that's cool. They could probably target uh, VR. Those those are kind of cheap and easy to make, I think. But yeah. uh anyways, all right, that is the news for the week since we've been gone. We'll just hop right into the game's radar for the week. All right. Coming out on the 24th of February on PlayStation, Xbox, and PC, you get Kerbal Space Program 2 if you're a fan of the original game. No need to uh, let you know what's going on there, but anyone else who doesn't know what that is, imagine a very physics-realistic simulation builder for building a space program and you have these little weird kerbals they're they're called uh people that you build the space program with but it leads to some very entertaining things uh because of the realistic physics did pickle matt it seems like you would have played herbal space program did you uh i did not no but it i, I, I played the first one did you, you did okay oh yeah how was it it's it's a uh, very interesting, very entertaining. You essentially start off with like three parts to a rocket and you just kind of have to level up your space program to get better um, results. Is it kind of like a minions Pikmin kind of thing? Kind of. You don't, you don't really, I can't even remember. The dude, little dudes are like, not that important to this. No, that's I. That's what I thought. I don't. I don't remember you interacting with them all that much. It's literally just about building rockets and trying like them out. The astrophysics is legit. Like you need to yeah, calculate it's... like thrust and exit velocities and all that kind of stuff. Like it's oh, a yeah. that's cool hardcore astrophysics game. Yeah, it's, it, I enjoyed it for a a while. Yeah, about about two weeks. And then That's I a while in Swift gaming. <laughs> hey man, well, check it out. Sometimes. That comes older. out on the twenty fourth, and uh, that's their basically their in- next gen uh, entry. Where basically, I'm I'm assuming it's going to be a relatively similar game, just uh, ready for you know ray tracing and all that business. But go build yeah. yourself a base on the moon and make your little uh, utopia. Make your own SpaceX where you can land rockets back from where they took off from. There you go. And then buy Twitter. <laughs> All right, Pickle Matt, why don't you tell us about uh, Kirby's Return to Dreamland Deluxe? Yeah, Kirby's 
Uh, Kirby returns on uh, February 24th on the Switch. This is a remake of the 2011 2.5D side-scroller adventure. Uh, features four-player co-op on top of the original campaign and minigame collections. Uh, so it looks like uh, just kind of a one-for-one remake with uh, kind of a, a remaster there of the old Kirby game, which it does look pretty fun. Yeah, it, is, it was fun. I remember playing it. It's definitely kind of uh, difficult. It's co-op. It's Think about it like uh, the new Super Mario Brothers, you know, those games. Yeah. Um, but Kirby style. But it's kind of, uh, I remember it being kind of difficult. Anyways, there you have it. Twenty fourth. Yeah, I probably will not play this. I just don't have the time to do that. Unless, unless it'd be a good game for a three year old. Yeah, it would. I would, I might buy this yeah. for Liam and just let him have at it. But that'd be cool. I've yeah. I've literally never played a Kirby game before. That's not a, not a single one, huh? That's crazy. Not a single one. Huh? They're pretty good. Yeah. I don't know why, but I just never have. I remember playing on my yellow black and white Game Boy. My first Kirby game. There you have it. I think. Maybe. Okay. Yeah. Oh, no, it was my brother's Game Boy Color. That's it. There you go. All right, Swift. What's up? What do you got next? Uh, so next we got Octopath Travel Traveler 2, February 24th. Seems like all these are coming out what in two days on Friday. Um, for all platforms, venture in the world of Celestia and experience a new era with eight brand new travelers in Octopath Traveler 2, an RPG sequel, which takes the series HD 2D graphics, a fusion of retro pixel art and 3D CG to even greater heights. Yeah, I feel like these type of games are starting to grab pull me towards them a little bit with my foray into final fantasy we'll see i mean yeah octopath traveler got a ton of hype and and love so i don't know it it's looks sitting really at cool. 86 on metacritic right now for playstation right. 5 so looks like it's got good reviews the second one or the first one? Oh, the second one. Oh, nice so this is a really yeah. cool like art style i think that's a really insane what they got going on but it's it also looks very very slow yeah, I just don't have yeah. patience for this right now. All right, finally, what I'm most excited about, probably for the at least next month. Bang, bang, bang. Uh, but uh, Destiny Two Lightfall comes out, the last second to last expansion for Destiny Two, according to the developers, comes out on February 26th for PlayStation, Xbox, and PC. Uh, I don't know what else to say about destiny but uh if i haven't said it before but yeah lightfall looks awesome and uh it's gonna happen here at the end of the week and i hope that i have some free time to make that happen but uh i don't know you guys gonna get in there this is the cyberpunk one right yeah correct uh dude i don't know have they released their new tier system for progression uh i don't know I haven't done my homework quite yet. Yeah, I don't know. We'll see. Looks pretty fun. We'll be going to yeah, Venus. I don't know. It looks looks like a Destiny game, and I do love Destiny. I just don't, you know. I'll probably buy it. Let's be honest. 
Why not? Yeah. All right, there you have it. Games Radar for the week. It's kind of a big, uh, it's going to be a big few months of video games, so choose wisely because your, your time is going to be what's most precious when it comes to that stuff. So if you're excited yeah. about another game coming up or we missed something on the radar, you can reach out to us on Twitter or Instagram at OMG underscore podcast GG, or you can send us a little email at OMG podcast GG at gmail.com. We'd love to hear from you. Game recommendations or things that we missed on the radar, and we'll, uh, we'll hit that on the next episode. You're listening to the One More Game Podcast. They keep nagging, we keep playing. Now, back to your hosts, The Stroke and Swift Mita. I'm Pickle Matt! Pickle Matt's also going to shoot you the link to our One More Game Discord there in the chat, and I'll provide that to you in the description for the podcast. Join our Discord, find gamers to play with, grow the community, and I would love to see you guys out there. Uh, and join us. All right. You also find on that Discord a little thing that we like to call sweet, sweet pickles from I'm Pickle Matt. Sweet gamer deals, uh, discounts on games, peripherals, all that kind of stuff. What do you got going on this week, Pickle Matt? All right. A uh, big one that we got this week is a lot of PlayStation games on sale. So if you've got a PlayStation, um, and you don't have PlayStation Plus, especially maybe go check out some of these uh, first um, first party titles. Or um, you know, there's a couple others on sale that are just uh, just good to play. So Ratchet and Clank is thirty bucks right now. You got Ghost of Tsushima is uh, the director's cut is thirty bucks. Um, no Last of Us Part One and Part Two are both ten dollars at Best Buy. And then uh, Uncharted, The Thieves Collection is 20 bucks. Marvel Spider-Man, Miles Morales is $40. And God of War, Ragnarok is already $10 off. So if you got a PlayStation looking to pull the trigger on that, I say go for it. And then Returnal is $29 bucks, um, at Walmart, Best Buy, and Amazon, which is uh, $30 cheaper than the Steam game right now on PC. Nice. Uh, which is cool. And then the PSVR 2 just came out, right? So Gran Turismo 7 is on uh, for 40 bucks. Apparently, it's got a free update this week. They gave it VR support. Oh, so, that would be kind of uh, cool. Get so yourself that seems in, like it'd be inside a Ferrari. Yeah. Hey, so we need to talk about that. We both talked about how we were going to buy this PSVR 2, and then uh, we both canceled our pre-order, huh? Yeah, we sure did. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. I, there's just not enough launch titles to make it worth it to me so far. Yeah. Forbidden West didn't get that great. Of, I mean, it got good reviews, but it's nothing like to write home about. It sounds like. Yeah. Like eye watering, if you will. Um, yeah. And I decided that it just, I wouldn't play it enough yet to justify that purchase. It's expensive. Yeah. We're also trying but to uh, build a house. Real so good review. Kind of saving yeah. some money. But uh, real good reviews, though. Yeah, reviews are coming in pretty strong. I'm still a little bit tempted. If I find, I feel like all it takes is like a little sale, and I'll be like, okay, fine. But uh, we'll see. Yeah. Uh, speaking of sweet pickles, or just the until the end of this week, so the we'll call it the 30th of February, the OMG Pod 10 discount code at swiftlifestyles.com 
just bumped you up from a 15% discount to a 30% discount. So if you're looking Ooh, for baby. some uh, sweet gamer uh, oh. supplements, energy, uh, go ahead and check that out. You can get a 30% off your order by using OMG Pod 10. Uh, that same code works just as well at viraltech.com to build the PC of your dreams. Uh, head on over there and get yourself a nice gaming PC. All right, gentlemen, that is it. Let us move into the major topic for the week. And we've already mentioned it, but it's our one year anniversary. So let's just let's just go back in time. Let's reminisce a little bit. We've been doing this for a year. We're experienced podcasters. We know it all. We've been talking about video games for a whole year, once a week, sometimes skip a couple weeks. Uh, <laughs> so I'll start with you, Swift. Has, uh, has doing this podcast fundamentally changed anything about how you uh, game? Are you looking for different types of games these days or... What's your what's your thoughts on how this uh, journey has affected your hobby? Um, I, it really honestly has. I've I've always enjoyed gaming, but you know, doing every once in a while obscure games of the week um, has gotten me to venture out to new things that I typically probably wouldn't have tried, uh, which is cool. Despite my rave reviews for most of them, <laughs> but. Oh. I don't know, like, this This is, it's been really fun to do this. I love, I know when we were, you know, together at Kunsan and Shaw, like, gaming was a big part of our lives, and I'm happy to, happy to be here and enjoy the time with you guys, hopefully bring in some more followers. We love all our support so far, um, just having a, having a great time. Especially because I can now tell my wife I have to play video games <laughs> because I have to talk about them for on a science. weekly basis. Yeah. I can't sound like an idiot. That's right. Yeah, very nice. Yeah, it was it's been fun watching you uh kind of explore the the uh, envelope, if you will, uh, yeah. when it comes to video games. Uh I think some of the highlights were Route ninety six, uh you suck at parking. Was a big good find for you there. You suck at parking was great. Cult of the Lamb. Yeah. Cult, of the, Cult Lamb. of the Lamb was good. What else? You had a couple of other pretty obscure ones. Uh, you did some simulators, right? You did, I did a, a lawn, 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 lawn mowing simulator. simulator. I would have never <laughs> bought that or tried that ever. Nice. <laughs> but I, I did. Nice. Um, Very cool. Yeah. Well, uh, we'll shoot that same question over to you, Pickle Matt. Yeah, I know you've only been with us for what has it been? Maybe eight months. Yeah, I think so. Yeah, no, I was building my PC right about the time you guys started the podcast, and this is the first foray I've gotten into PC gaming. So, um, definitely, probably a combination of the podcast and uh, this that's kind of gotten me into more, kind of like Swift said, more indies that I wouldn't normally have played. So, especially with the limited time i have these days i i think i like when i had my playstation only and my xbox i mean xbox we only played overwatch but yeah uh, yeah and i played the witcher and that kind of thing but with the playstation i only played most of the first party titles and then a few other games but i've definitely like my steam library just looking at it right now i've got 
Mortuary's assistant, obviously, big one, big one. Big obviously. One. Game you of know. the year. Um, <laughs> game of the year, baby. Uh, Ghostwire Tokyo. I, I kind of just played that one because I wanted to talk about it, and I I lived in Japan at, at one point in my life. But uh, Inscription, I don't think I would have bought. Uh, Neon White, all those good, like, good kind of uh, indie-type games that are uh, – that I I don't think I would normally have played, and then you guys kind of convinced me. Well, um, Stroke, you kind of convinced me to get the Steam Deck. So that was the first handheld I'd played besides besides the Switch, which doesn't really count to me. But the first handheld I had played since what, like a Game Boy or something. Yeah. And man, that thing is a life changer, especially when you have uh, kids, because like they go down for a nap, and you only got like thirty minutes before you guys like start your chores or whatever. Uh, it's great to just turn that thing on and not have to like boot up your pc and you can just game on the couch for a little bit yeah for sure yeah i i think i'm kind of the same in the same vein where i don't know that i would have gotten a steam deck other than the fact that you you guys both love them i guess uh i'm pickle matt you got yours not too much in front of me um but again a game like hades where i turned it on my PC and played like 14 minutes and was just kind of like, yeah, this is fun. I didn't, I wasn't playing on controller. So it was a little bit weird as far as the movement and mechanics and all that stuff. And then I got the steam deck and I played it for like 30 hours over Christmas. I mean, game changer. Yeah. That's awesome. Yeah, it really is. I mean, for me kind of along the same lines, it's, it's definitely made me branch out more into games i mean i've always had a wide range of games that i enjoyed um but now i find myself like hungry to find everything cool uh and it's it's also taught me that i can enjoy my hobby without actually my hobby of gaming without actually like playing games like it's almost because of this podcast it's almost just as much fun to kind of learn about other games and see what's going on in the industry and just talk about it rather than uh, play it and live vicariously through other people. Uh, so yeah. I wish I had this, uh, this method of gaming back in high school when I had way too much time on my hands and I was just putting, you know, hours and hours into call of duty, modern warfare two. Yeah. And I could have been playing great, great indies and I don't know. And that, that's the thing for me. Sorry to cut you off. Oh, stroke. Um, uh, that's been one of the biggest things. I don't, I don't think I mentioned it, but just even talking about gaming news or sorry, games radar every week. Like I don't sit on the internet and look for games. I've never done that. So I, it was always, it's always been call of duty, halo, you know, all the big AAA titles. And the fact that we get to talk about these random games coming out every week, is so exciting because then I can venture out just like we're talking about as far as trying new things and really getting to enjoy other aspects of gaming as opposed to just Call of Duty. The big games, yeah. Yeah, I, uh, that's kind of the the two big things I've learned from over this last year is that there's so many good games out there that if you're devoting all your time to, you know, an MMO that you have to grind constantly or you know, your multiplayer game of choice that you have to play all the time if you want to climb the leaderboards, all that kind of thing. You're missing out on a wide world of amazing art and yeah. stories and 
just cool stuff. So check it out. And hey, and you you guys have to admit, right, that I got you guys into the PlayStation. Yeah, I'll give you that. So oh, I'll I'll be welcome. Fair. God of War got me in the. I'll give you fifty percent, and I'll give Kratos. God of War yeah, twenty eighteen. No, the I Kratos can't, gets I can't the other take half. Take a whole lot of credit. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but uh, the other thing I learned is that if a game is universally uh, being lauded as like a really good game, <laughs> yeah, i.e., Elden Ring, uh, just play it. Just play it, dude. Don't, yeah, just yeah. do it. Don't right? go, don't, I'll, don't I'll go never, in with like, misconceptions. Yeah. I would never yeah. like that game. And then, dude, I'll never, I'll, I'll never forget that. It, I mean, it was so early on. It was like what fourth, fifth episode, yeah, last year, and we were both like, "Nope, screw that." Played Dark Souls three, hard pass, and then, yeah. oh, dude, game changer. That's probably that was probably your guys uh, before I joined, especially probably the biggest prediction slash. Uh, eat your foot situation yeah. of the podcast. I was like, if you're uh, no, new to yeah. the podcast and you're not tracking around episode five, four or five, uh, this is us. This is post us saying how we would never play the game, all that kind of stuff. Uh, uh, one of our earliest listeners, Tractor Beam, who uh, won a prize from us recently, but uh, he gifted us both Elden Ring on Steam, like just randomly. Uh, it was so cool and we were like oh my god like we just made this podcast and now people well are now play. we have to play it yeah and so and then you all know how it goes from there we both fell in love with the game and uh yeah and baptized dab into it and just yeah. awesome yeah uh cool cool yeah so uh yeah if something's good according to everyone they're probably not all wrong so <laughs> Well, cool. It all started with a, a conversation between you and I, Swift. He said, dude, uh, have you ever thought about making a podcast about games? Would that be cool? Would you want to do that? And he's like, yeah, sure. And uh, we kind of fumbled through it to start off and uh, we caught a groove. And then, uh, you know, we decided at some point that it was getting a little stale. So we uh, needed a third wheel and you're looking at him right there. Pickle Matt. Uh, an origin story, by the way. Yes. Yeah. Thrilling. What a thrilling origin story. Uh, after a nation, Dude, well, nationwide I'll, audition process, we finally found him. Yeah. Uh, I'll be honest. It, start, it started with a conversation between you and I. Um, and then we posed it to our core gamer group. And they were all loving the idea. Yeah. Um, so good on you guys for helping us push through this. And uh, I, I remember my the first episode... And for those of you that don't know me, I mean, T or sorry, the Stroke and I'm Pickle Matt know know me uh, pretty well at this point, but I'm much more of an introverted person than they are. Uh, I'm generally a very quiet person, so I just remember that first episode where you and I. It, well, I shouldn't even say first episode. First, like four episodes, I was just kind of in my own nugget about, yeah. oh gosh, I'm nervous and blah blah blah. Uh, I hope I've gotten a little bit better um, over the the year now, but uh, it certainly has been a journey. Yeah, it's been a good time. We've evolved, and uh, even Pickle Matt has come a long way since his first episode. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah, my drivers are up to date most of the time. 
Yeah, I should have uh, I should have made a clip of that and played it here tonight. But uh, if you're not tracking Pickle Matt's first episode, he had about four different technical difficulties, and we uh, did most of the episode without up, him. So. I ended up uh, running to get my shitty Microsoft Surface Book. Oh yeah, thanks for the sponsorship, Microsoft. That's right. Yeah, uh, and plugging in my microphone to that, and then the camera was the Microsoft Surface camera built in. It was pretty good. That's perseverance, that. adapt and overcome. Well, it has been a fun ride. We've given away a bunch of stuff: Steam gift cards, viral mouse pads, these bad boys. Uh, the I don't know why it's blurry in one spot of the screen. Yeah, that's weird. weird. Yeah, weird. <laughs> There's a ghost. Um, anyways, they don't have that feature built in. What the hell? Uh, 3D printed gamer tags that went out to our uh, first ten subscribers, and uh, let's see, Lego sets, all kinds of stuff. Um, so it's been awesome. You guys have been awesome supporting us, the fans and the subs, and uh, we look forward to bringing you more content as we get moving forward. But we're not stopping. Uh, what we got some goals here. So, uh, but uh, before we get into that, I'll see. Where do you guys see this going? What would you like to see us start talking about? What's your ideas? Let's have an open uh, brainstorm here. I would like to get um, enough content where we can get a uh ai to um deep fake us doing the podcast without us having to do any work nice that, yeah that'd be awesome <laughs> i like mortuary's assistant <laughs> yeah this is a to totally normal thing uh no no that's not my real answer because that would be that would be awful it'd be fun to watch ai do the podcast for us though and see what AI thinks we would say though. Yeah. It'd be awesome. That would be interesting. Um no, I think we should add uh at least three more people to the podcast. What do you guys at think? At least. No, wow. I'm just kidding. We probably could use some diversity, uh, besides three white guys, but uh you know. I think we're well on track to beating Joe Rogan out for the top podcast. I was, I was about to say that's my goal. Joe yeah. Rogan. Joe Rogan, here we come. <laughs> we're coming for you. Watch it. I was listening to Conan O'Brien's podcast a little bit ago in my car, and it it's pretty good. So maybe we can maybe we can pass Conan first, and then get to Joe Rogan. Yeah, we'll just steal their content. Yeah, <laughs> I don't know. In in my opinion, I think, um, kind of all jokes aside, loving what we've done so far. I would like to build a bigger community, specifically on Discord, so we can have. You know, people kind of pile on and what sh what we should talk about, what they want to hear about, because uh, we don't get emails all that often. Uh, so we'd appreciate that if you guys send us some emails to, about what you want to hear us talk about. Um, and then overall, just kind of branch out and figure out more ways to, you know, I don't I don't want to I don't want a three hour podcast like Joe Rogan. I, yeah. I want uh, something shorter, but. Uh, different ways that you guys should think that we should talk about games, discuss games, what you think we should, we should play. I don't know. It's it's kind of basic in my mind. Like I I kind of I I really enjoy what we're doing. Uh, so if people have any other thoughts, please let us know. Yeah, I'm kind of in the same boat. You know, like if it ain't broke, don't fix it. But I would love to, like you said, build the community. Uh, get more people to play games with. I would love it if we could stream with community members while playing 
customs and like fall well, guys yeah, whatever. or whatever you know like right in games that we've talked about that'd be awesome yeah uh so we'll be working on that kind of stuff uh here's my here's the strokes plans for the omg faithful here coming up in the future uh like i said we all three have uh, full-time jobs now i am no longer unemployed so that's cool uh but uh plans that we got coming here in the you future always a podcaster my man truth truth right. breaking Never in the big dollars uh we are going to be working on some merch for you guys to one giveaway and and sell if you'd like to support but uh that is going to be uh in the works here in the future and then uh i'd love to get some this is something i'm working on heavily right now is media credentialed coverage of gaming events like e3 twitchcon uh, basically, based on the size of our community and kind of views per week, we can get uh, media credentials for those type of events, and we can bring you uh, legit content from those type of events. Uh, so that's that's in the works, and I'll let you know more uh, via Twitter when I, I got news about that. Uh, we do have a blog started. We're going to start kind of seeing if we can pump some of those out. Right now, we just have a review of God of War Ragnarok, uh, but uh, we'll see where that kind of goes from there. I'll get the, that information out to you guys as well on Twitter when it's uh, kind of public. Same goes for YouTube videos. Uh, I'd love to see some uh, one more game gameplay up there or game reviews, but we'll see what we got for that because that's tedious. Uh, we Be might be... Oh, what's up? We should uh, we should also teach one of uh, Mir Swift how to run the podcast so it's not just you doing all the work and yeah, just that completely is... relying on you. That is my top goal so that uh, we don't miss any weeks from now on is to get one, a fourth man on the roster to kind of be the sub and then all three of you trained up on how to run everything so that uh, we can always get at least two, uh, hopefully three guys to get in here and talk. And you guys have seen Butter Toast before on our uh, Games Award Game Awards uh, coverage. So uh, he may be joining us as the fourth and we'll see there. And then lastly, I'd love to get some uh, guest interviews uh, in here uh, on a weekly basis, if we can, from the games industry, whether that be developers or voice actors, all that kind of stuff. So there's room to grow in that uh, environment. And I just got to put in the legwork and get some people contacted. But if you've got any other ideas for how you'd like to see us grow or change or not change, let us know. Like I said, reach out to us, Twitter, Instagram, OMG underscore podcast GG. And uh, with that being said, boys, one year. You got any uh, any lessons learned before we move on? This is just a well-oiled, you know, highly funded machine that we have going here. So I think it'll keep rolling. If you're looking to join, then shoot, shoot us a line. Interviews will happen via text message. Chat, <laughs> chat GPT. Yeah. Nice. Everyone keeps throwing around this chat GPT and I still have no idea what it means. That's okay, you're... chat GPT. We gotta talk about this. We need to get more into the culture. That that could be part of our goal too. You... Yeah, probably, uh, especially for me, because you guys obviously know what it is, and I'm I'm just like, yeah, you bet. What was that Netflix? The new Netflix film? Is it You People? Did you guys watch that one? Uh, -uh. you You People with Jonah Hill? Yeah, yeah, I oh, yeah. love that movie. <laughs> it was pretty good. That's such a funny movie. Don't watch Nim it with your kids if you got kids. Nam2 yeah. in the chat says, congrats on a year and welcome back. Thanks, buddy. Thanks for the support. Thank I'm glad you, to have you along sir. the ride. 
Yeah. Well, all right. Oh, so chat GPT, it, dude, all it is. So it's AI. It scrubbed the internet for a few years and I think it still does in some versions, but it's just a language predictive AI. So it's just like taking a shit ton of data from the internet and it, it tries to answer in a way that it thinks that a human or like an intelligent being would answer uh, or what the next thing in line would be. So like if you tell it to write like a four paragraph essay, all it is trying to do is write one sentence and then based on that sentence, predicting what it should say next using all the data that it come that it scrubs from the internet. Okay. So it's not like a super, I mean, it's pretty advanced for AI, but it's not like a, all it is is a language prediction model and it ends so up. So that's, uh, so that's not what I'm looking at when I look at Instagram and Twitter where uh, the past four presidents are arguing uh, over Overwatch or <laughs> yeah. uh, Valorant or. No, those are just deep fakes. It's just a okay. uh, computer it. program makes their voices. Okay. That shit is funny too. I love that. They we live in funny. a weird time. We, I think we live on the cusp of something radically t- horrible. We're, we're, I think we're at the yeah. peak. This is yeah. the peak of humanity. No, we're, the we're peak like, was like 2007, AOL Instant Messenger. And the precipice is <laughs> it's here somewhere it's soon. Show, it's showing up soon. Yep. Uh, All right. Well, cool. Now let's get into what we played. All right, uh, let's see. I'll start us off. It's been a while, but uh, I haven't played all that much. Uh, firstly, I have finally dabbled in Fall Guys uh, on the Xbox with my Liam and the family. We actually just take turns uh, with the controller playing a, uh, a tournament or whatever they call it, a show. Uh, and uh, the game's awesome. It's literally zero commitment, like, fun. And... Uh, I should have taken your word for it, but Liam loves that game, dude. So if you got little ones, all guys, there's nothing toxic in it. Like the worst thing anyone can do to you is kind of grab you for a little bit, but it doesn't really affect you all that much. But uh, it's a great game. And uh, and the, mu- the music is so fun. Yeah. It just puts you in a festive mood. Yeah. And the colors, man, it's like Cocoa Melon. It's cracked to those little kids. I, yeah. You're oh, right. You, wanna... you should have listened to us months ago. Well, you want to see it was a, awesome. You want to see a five-year-old laugh, play that game, and purposely run into like the obstacles and see your body fly. Yeah, <laughs> it's the funniest thing ever. Uh, cool, good game. Keep playing it. Uh, let's see, Hogwarts. Obviously, uh, I have not gotten an, enough time with it as I want to, but I'm. What, did, what spell did I just learn? The one that makes you invisible. I just went into the restricted section. Uh, oh, the library, the women's locker room, uh, and uh, dude, wait, a home, you have, there's a spell r- that makes you invisible. Yeah, what the fuck's yeah. the point of an invisibility cloak? Well, it doesn't make you invisible. It you makes you like you don't have an invisibility cloak in the game. Yeah, and they're expensive, is how they um, explain it away in the game. <laughs> Well, no, there was invisibility cloaks were like kind of rare in the first few books, right? And then at the end, it was like, no, it's one of the secret, the the wand and the invisibility cloak, and it's there's only one of them. Deathly Hallows, come on, man. Yeah, Hallows. Uh, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah, game's awesome. Home run. I know there's all like stupid controversy around it. I don't care about that. I just care about the game is good. 
uh, and uh, play it if you haven't, if, especially if you're a Harry Potter fan, because you will literally feel like a student at Hogwarts. My one complaint, you, there's a, you can go on the Harry Potter website and take this like 20 question quiz about what house you should be sorted in. The game asks you two questions when you get the sorting hat on and then it picks your house. That's how it does it in the book. Yeah, but I want like it just did you do you. it just did you, you do the quiz online? No. Oh, I have in the past. Oh, you did. Yeah. Did you link your account? No. Oh, okay. I figured that's why mine was so quick because I linked my account. Oh no, it's just oh. two questions. Wait, what and... house did you get? Gryffindor, dog. Gryffindor, dude. I told oh, you wait, from what, day one you I was getting no, Gryffindor. How many saves did you guys have to revert to? to it's because it actually here. it actually just gives you the option to pick your house if you don't like it. Oh, yeah. Does it really? Yeah. <laughs> Speaking from experience, uh, but I've never I don't I didn't know I never knew that I looked it up on the internet. Uh, okay. <laughs> you were using Aim Junkie or whatever. I picked loyalty, which I thought was a Gryffindor thing, and it turned out it was a Hufflepuff thing. Oh, oh you yeah. were a Hufflepuff. Hufflepuff. You were talking Hufflepuff all that shit about big me. Big on loyalty. Uh, so big on loyalty, dude. But I picked uh, Gryffindor because I do what I want. I'm a fifth year. What's up? That's right. Uh, cool. Do you start and, as a first year? No, you start as a fifth year. It's all, oh. it's all baked into the story. That's a yeah. Oh, that's the backstory. You you come okay, into okay. the school as a fifth year, so to speak. <laughs> I guess. Yes. Cool. Uh, let's see. What else? Final Fantasy One. I'm. I think I'm toward the end of the game, uh, and I think I got probably five hours in. Um, so I'm about to beat that game and continue my Final Fantasy journey. Uh, nice. It's fun. Once you get past the initial shock that like you're gonna run into a group of monsters every, you know, twenty steps. And you just get used to that being the gameplay. At first, I was like, oh my god, this is terrible. Once your people get stronger, it's not as bad. And the pixel remasters allow you to just auto-fight. You just press X, and it'll just keep doing the last attack that you selected. So like, if you run into a group of shitty mobs, you can just let it play through. Oh, nice. Uh, let's see, what else? Finally, Overwatch 2. Uh, and having a great time. I'm fully on board with the five-man uh, meta. Yeah, I know there was a, some consternation about that to start off, but yeah. I... Oh, Have you guys been better. rolling five deep in the squads, though? I haven't played Overwatch 2 in a while. I've kind of been MIA from that. Oh, I have also been uh, messing around in Unreal Engine, learning how to animate and put that into a game character. Uh, I'll show you guys that some other time. Uh, cool. Swift, what'd you get into? Let me guess. Uh, to start my obscure game of no, the past no, four no, weeks, no. Um, Hogwarts hey, Legacy. I don't know if you've so heard of obscure. it. Yeah, <laughs> you're obscure, Harry. <laughs> yeah, no, I've I've played Obscurious. so much Hogwarts Legacy. Um, I think I'm level 22 or oh 23. God. Um, dude, I thought I was nailing it. Craig is, Craig the Ghost is. I think he's way higher level. 
Um, I think I have 31 hours in Hogwarts. Yeah, 31.7. I'm actually looking at it right now. And I think Craig Ghost has like 40 point something. 40 plus. Um, so he, he's been getting there deep like. Um, is it is it like Fable where you pick... I haven't played it. Do you pick a... you want to be dark or normal? Um, well, I haven't played Fable. So you don't... I don't think you really pick. You just kind of decide if you want to be good or bad based so on, yeah, there's a lot of, so there's a lot of dialogue in the story. You can choose to lie or to tell the truth. You can choose to ask questions about all kinds of stuff. There's, there's different answers for multiple questions throughout the quest. So I'm have assuming you seen, that, that have you, have you seen an instance where like that has had consequences? Cause I, I no, I haven't. No, um, I just I just assumed it was like that, and it yeah. kind of drove the story. I don't know. I don't know at this point that it necessarily does. Um, Are you guys bad? So I've I've just been kind of. I use the Curcio curse all the time, just <laughs> oh, torturing people. Dude, you're, you're Gryffindor you though. Sli- you're a Slytherin ass motherfucker. You're a no, 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 no. A I'm a Gryffindor, but it's just this. <laughs> fun and helps you to curse people um so hogwarts is good i saw the article from GameSpot about their review uh they weren't necessarily fans there are a lot of mundane things in the game i should say like the random side quests are not always the best and they don't necessarily have anything to do with the story as far as learning spells and stuff like that. But overall, I think it's I, dude, like you said, the stroke, I think it's a touchdown. I, I'm really enjoying it. Um, that is essentially all I have played in the past three <laughs> weeks or since it came out. I did play World of Warcraft Dragonflight for like 30 minutes last weekend. I did um, the first part of the raid, Vault of Incarnates. Oh, nice. Uh, but other than that, I have been strictly Harry Potter. Harry Potter. But it's been awesome. Is the, Were you just uh, LFR? LFRing? Yeah, LFR. I'm in a guild, but my, my item level is not high enough to do anything higher than LFR right now. All right. Well, there you have it. The top review of Hogwarts you're ever going to hear from Swift, the staunch Gryffindor who uses Crucio curses. All right. Uh, (laughs) Pickle Matt, what'd you get into, man? Uh, Only two games. So I played like three games of ARAM and I won all of them, but I wasn't playing with any of my friends. So it wasn't that fun. Uh, We got to get back into that. I miss it. Dude, Easy and Tigar are deep into that. I know, oh, yeah. but they're never on the, the they're playing like at obscure times. Yeah, true. They're they're typically playing like in the morning and they've also gotten back into Diablo 3 because that new update just came out, so they've been in there. Oh yeah. Deep like. I also saw them playing yeah. Diablo 2 again. Oh, really? Yeah. I've I have from 8:30 p.m. to about 9:30 p.m. 
and that's that's the time I get to play video games if I'm lucky. Yeah. But um, yeah, so Aram for a few games, and then uh, sorry, Heroes of the Storm. I mean, and then Dead Space remake on <laughs> Steam. Yikes! I I actually um, I played it on three different platforms. I downloaded Steam Link on my Samsung TV so I could play on the couch. And then I played it on my PC itself, but I spent most of my time on the Steam Deck, actually. Where did you, uh, what, what, what controller can you use with the Steam Link? Um, so Steam Link, since it's on the same network, I was just using, I think it's connected to just my PC. So I was oh, using my okay, Xbox gotcha. Elite controller. What's the yeah. input delay like on the TV? Zero. Wow. I mean, so I also just got fiber internet with, uh, a Wi-Fi 6 mesh network, so I'm pretty sure that helped a lot. So I don't know if you get the same results with a different network. Humble brag, humble brag. Yeah, right. Yeah, I know. Yeah, I'm so cool. Um, but that was the first game that I saw with everything set to low that the Steam Deck was actually kind of struggling with a little bit. So uh, it was getting hot, and then the frames were dropping to like 20 frames per second occasionally. It was Is nothing that... Game- that- is that game graphic int- intensive? I feel like it's so dark that it wouldn't necessarily be. The remake is pretty intensive, yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it was dropping frames, but it was never um, never like in the combat situations that I really noticed it. So I'm, I'm still pretty impressed with how the Steam Deck performed. But that thing turned into a freaking flamethrower. <laughs> uh, oh, yeah. It smelled like cooked electronics in my on my couch <laughs> oh i've been meaning to bring this up boys i'm having my first issues with the steam deck my oh. power button only works if you hit it at the right angle so to speak that's what she said uh like you have to put your fingernail at an angle and hit like just the side of it and so when oh, it right. first happened i literally thought my steam deck was bricked because it just wouldn't turn on yeah so oh, that sucks. Oh, geez. I gotta. That's probably a, that might be an easy at-home fix, though. Yeah, I think I might check out that company that's selling uh, replacement parts, and then we can speak to how that process works. But yeah, um, but Dead Space is really, really great. Um, I didn't remember the entire story to the first one because it came out so long ago. So I was nice, uh, nice refresher on that, and it's got a really good story. They fixed a lot of the game elements that people didn't like from the first one. Uh, that I remember were kind of tedious, and uh, the monsters were fun to fight against. Again, the uh, sp- sorry, space zombies, if you will. Um, the only thing I didn't like, I hadn't played a game like this in a while. Uh, that ammo was scarce, so I did find myself uh, kind of getting annoyed at times where I couldn't just barrel through it. But that's part of the thing that makes the game fun as well. So I just had to kind of get over it and just remember that that's how it be sometimes. Yeah, that's kind of the what's been deterring me from Last of Us because I started it yeah, obviously and crafting. Ah, tedious. Yeah, it gets a little tedious, but uh, it's a really good game. If when it goes on sale, I definitely recommend picking it up. If you've never played Dead Space, then it's awesome. Um, but uh, dude, I just finished that, so now I got to figure out something else to play. I was thinking I was going to get Hogwarts Legacy, but I can't decide between. Uh, a Steam, so I can play it on the deck, or get it on PlayStation. Swift, have you played know. it on the deck? I have not. I I am very timid about playing it on the Steam Deck because, like, 
I don't know, in my opinion, you want to be kind of immersed in the world. So my big monitor is the way to go. I don't know how great, I'm sure it would perform fine. I mean, even on my PC, even on PS5, you get some frame drops, which isn't awesome every once in a while. Uh, never really during combat necessarily, but when there's a lot going on the screen. Yeah. Um, so I don't know how that would go on the Steam Deck, but I also just like the being able to see all the things and you know have a bigger screen is my only hesitance to play it on the Steam Deck. I was in the same yeah. boat. That's why I bought it on. So I was I was in I was on the fence on what to buy it on. Uh, and I knew that Jen probably wanted to play, and she only ever plays on Xbox. So yeah. the Series X is playing it on our TV, which is awesome, because I was in the same mindset, like, I want to be on a big screen for this. Yeah. Um, but I haven't had any frame drops, but there's one really weird thing about it, and Professor Fig, is that like your homeboy teacher that yeah. you're always with? Every time it shows his face... It's just like weird glitching. Only him. Nothing else. Really? Yeah, but his He's face. He's got a spell. Yeah. How weird. It's really weird. Uh, and I don't know what it is, but uh, yeah. yeah. Professor yeah. Figs tripping out, dude. Yes. Dead Space was a little bit like that, too, where it's a very dark game. So, like, it. There were, I had to crank up the brightness because I could not see the freaking aliens, see alien uh, zombies attacking yeah. me. Yeah, it was terrifying a little bit. All right, boys. That is about going to wrap it up for our one-year episode. Once again, in chat, if this is your first time here, go ahead and hit that little uh, follow button, and you can you know, get notified every time we go live. Every Wednesday night at 10 p.m. Eastern, if you'd like to join us live, if you're listening abroad on the podcast, uh, we talk video games. So join us in the chat, and you can talk video games while we do that uh let's see we already mentioned the twitter but it's over at omg underscore podcast gg as well as instagram reach out to us leave us a message leave us a note unless you love us uh please we're desperate <laughs> <laughs> and you can find the three of us streaming at twitch.tv slash the stroke swift me and i'm pickle matt from time to time when our busy lives allow it. <laughs> Thanks for joining us again tonight, guys. You can find our other episodes on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or omgpodcast.podbean.com or anywhere else you might find podcasts these days. Boys, anything uh, left to say before we let these folks off into their lives? Thanks for sticking with us for a year. We appreciate you all. It means more than you know. One more year. One more year. One more year for one more game. <laughs> All right, boys. Yeah, thanks, thanks, everybody. It's been we'll fun. See you. Thanks for thanks to you two guys for letting me uh, hang out. Yeah. Yeah, buddy. Thanks for rounding it out. All right, guys. Watch just, out, Joe Rogan. <laughs> sorry. Just because you have to grow up doesn't mean you have to stop gaming. Game on, gamers, and we'll see you on the next episode of One More Game. See ya. See ya. You've been listening to the One More Game Podcast. Designed for adults who play video games. Adults who play video games who constantly get nagged about it. Nag, nag, nag. 
We hope you've enjoyed the show. We know we had a blast. Find the One More Game podcast where you get your podcasts. Hit us up on Instagram at OMG Podcast GG and on Twitter at OMG underscore Podcast GG. Until next time, they'll keep nagging and we'll keep playing. See you next time on the One More Game podcast.